Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hi, the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions are available on the following platforms. Anchor, Spotify, and Apple iTunes. Follow us by hitting the follow button and subscribe so that you can hear all this important information that pertains to life and the future. Thanks. Hello and welcome back. This is just an FYI. I will be doing um, scriptural lessons from the Bible um, on the Sabbath, but there's a little change and I will continue to make those announcements as I do those um, Sabbath lessons. I also want you to know that they will not be live until further notice. So you will be getting the scriptural lessons on a Sabbath, but they will not be live until further notice. Thank you. Hello and welcome back, everyone. This is the Sabbath, October 22nd, 2022. Um... I am back with exceptions. Um, my usual um, cliff note session will be extended, meaning instead of doing multiple um, chapters, we'll do one chapter, discuss one chapter, and then we will um, extend it as my voice becomes stronger. Now, I want to say a lot of things before I go into this chapter. Um, my voice is still being um, healed. And the more I talk, the more raspy I get the next day. So that just tells me that I have to be a little more strategic when I talk. So I will not um, make my lessons long. However, I will continue to make lessons, but like I said, chapter to chapter, and it will still be cliff note style. It'll just be chapter to chapter. This is the loudest I will allow my voice to go simply because <clears throat> I've been out it's October, my month, and I've been yelling a lot. So my voice is taking a, um, it's taking a toll on my voice. So um, I will get all the rest of this stuff out of the way, and I will say we are listed on three platforms. Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts. It's another one too, and I can't remember it off the top of my head. Um, if you want to email me, you can email me at cliffnote 
Q-N-A at yahoo.com. And I'll say it again. It's one word. Cliff Note. The letter Q, the letter N, the letter A at yahoo.com. That's for questions, comments, concerns. Um, also, Spotify, if you go to the end of the lesson, <clears throat> you can upload a question and I'll answer those questions. For all the new people, welcome. And all the old reliables, thank you and welcome back. Okay. Now, like I said, um, Yahusha, that they called Joshua, is done. It's going to be done in chapters instead of a big collaboration of chapters. And I'll be explaining them all hour or two hours. Now, the last time I did the, um, the last lesson in Yahusha, it was in August. So if you um, are lost or if you are new, go to my last lesson in Yahusha, and then you can pick up now. Again, I will say I'm going chapter by chapter until my throat gets stronger and healed enough for me to have a stronger voice to project. And if I am going in and out, please forgive me. I have not found an appropriate mic for this um, session. I've been looking, but I haven't really gotten to a mic that's going to keep my voice steady because every time I turn, it goes in and out. It's connected to my computer. So I could turn my head and it'll be a little lower. And then I turn my head back to the mic and it'll be higher. There's nothing really I could do about that until I can get a handle on a mic that's going to allow me to have an even tone voice no matter what I do. So please um, cut me a little slack. <laughs> All right, I'm a one woman show. I already said this before and um, I am not technologically savvy. I am not or else I'll be on other platforms. I'm just not, sorry, I'm old school. But um, I'm learning every day. And, you know, I get suggestions from younger people as to what I can do. And I take those suggestions out into consideration. Now, currently we are on Yahusha. It's an outline five, but within the coming Sabbaths, I will do um, one chapter. I may do two chapters next week, y'all willing. Uh, because chapter, today we're doing chapter 13, but chapter 14 is small. And at, when I was writing out chapter 13, I was so tired. Um, it was hard for me to even imagine doing two chapters. So I may do two chapters or maybe I'll just do that short chapter. Um, some chapters will be much shorter than others. And then we'll just have a little talk, a discussion um, and some of them are extra long because chapter 15 is extra long. So I just want you to know, because I don't want you to think, wow, that was a short chapter. I, I'm going to try to do the best I can simply because my voice, my voice needs to stay. <laughs> you know, I can't lose my voice. I'm just going to, it's going to be like a setback. So I need to keep my voice steady. 
All right, now, <clears throat> um, as I continue to write these chapters out, look at them, do everything I can to move on with the Bible study. Um, there will be times that I feel like I need more rest and I will continue to upload a guest Bible study that will go its own way but still give you a um, plethora of information to help you move forward throughout the um, Sabbath and edify you. Now, I'm going to be reading from the CIFA and the Amplified. As you remember, the Amplified, it, it speaks in regular language. And I already told you a lot of times in regular language, the content may get a little muffled simply because Hebrew language is not English language. A Hebrew word may not have an English word and they will fill that English word in. Usually pagans do that and have done that throughout history. And that word would be in italics. So just know, so while I'm doing this study, I will be reading from different um, Bibles, just to let you know why different Bibles are, um, are used. A lot of people don't do the D and thou. Remember, Hebrew is not D and thou. That's old English from the 15 and 1600s. So um, <clears throat> I will be reading from both just to give you the regular um, names that we are used to, all right, until I can get back into the swing of things. So let us start on with the explanations and the lectures. Okay, like I said, um, it's outline. We're going to stay on outline five, number five, for um, chapters 13, 14, and 15. Yes, 13, 14, 15. Okay, um, chapter 13. Uh, let me just say a synopsis. This is the time when Moshe, who they call Moses, his real name was Moshe, he was no longer leading <clears throat> Yasharel over the Jordan. That's the real name, but they call it Jordan. And Yahusha, who they call Joshua, you know, there was no J's 500 plus years ago, started, um, was ordained by the Most High. And he started leading the charge. Now, remember, they went to war in August when I was talking to you the last time that I spoke to you in um, on the Sabbath in August. Yahusha led the charge to get rid of all of the inhabitants of the surrounding areas of Canaan, which today is Israel. Now, I want to give you a little jewel. The all of the inhabitants of Canaan and Canaan was considered Israel. To in today's times, it is a small piece, a fraction of what it used to be. I'm just letting you know. I already told you throughout my lessons, my daily lessons, and whatever is there on the platform library, everything has changed. 
things have changed. So if you are uh, abiding by um, the world's false doctrines, then you are deceived. Because clearly in the scriptures, they are telling you and describing to a T what's what. If you are not listening to it, if you are not reading it, if you cannot comprehend it, that means your eyes are closed and your ears are closed. The purpose of this scriptural study is to get your eyes open, to get your ears open, to get your mind elevated, to open your heart and your spirit and allow Yahusha and the Ruach to come in and have sup with you so that you can get this knowledge. Because only wisdom brings knowledge. Because carnal wisdom puffs up. So with that, I'm going to start this chapter. Chapter 13, Canaan divided among the tribes. Now, we already spoke about what tribes was going where and who did what. Again, if you are lost, go to my last lesson, which, is, uh, which was in August. And that connects with this because we are moving forward within the Bible. We are doing the whole Bible. We are moving forward. Yahusha, chapter 13, one through seven, the bounds of the land not yet conquered. Yahusha was old at this time because um, Yahusha was already a grown man when he switched, well, when um, Moshe switched places and the Most High ordained him. He was already grown. So um, per that um, last time that I did the lessons, they was going to war for years. And I mean years, because you have to understand that the surrounding nations and the nation of Canaan itself was occupied by hundreds of smaller nations. So they had to fight them all. And they were not as big as those nations, of, of many of those nations. Remember, Yahoo, excuse me, Yah, the Most High, walked in the midst of Yasharel. And what does that mean? That means the Most High was all around them. Nobody could touch them. Not only that, the captain of heaven's armies was going out killing people for the children of Israel. Yes. Yes. That's what they was doing. So um, Israel the nation had the captain of heaven's armies and had the most high in the midst of them. Now, I want you to think about this. If anybody watches movies or whatever it is, those people who watch movies, when I say the most high is in the midst of them, think of actual mist or think of fog when you're outside. Okay? Just say you're out in a field or whatever and it's a bunch of people in the field and then a fog comes. Think of that. Or even if you saw that movie, Lord of the Rings, and they had that big fight scene at the end of everything and all the wickedness was fighting with the, um, with the, um, all the other people, I don't know, the wizards and all that other stuff was fighting. And then the king, the person who was supposed to be ordained the king, he went and he went to these spirits and he promised them freedom if they come and they um, kill up all the people for them. And those, um, those spirits came and they wiped everybody out. So think of that. I want you to think of that when I say that the Most High 
was in the midst of them and the captain of heaven's armies came and start wiping people out. Um, that's not the only thing. The most high's natural um, beings, and I'll say natural beings or natural spirits came out too. Hornets, bees, animals, weather. That's how the most high manifests his will through people and everything that he made on this earth. So think about that when I'm saying this chapter, because that's what the most high makes. The most high is the father of spirits. Every spirit that is on this earth, that's what the most high can use at his disposal, even um, humans. So think about when they are fighting people, they don't have to go out and do a whole lot because the most high said, vengeance is mine. And what does he do? He sends out the captain of heaven's armies. He will send out hornets. He will send out bees. He will send out um, animals. He will send out um, spirits of death. He sends out whatever he wants to get rid of you. And that's what he does even now. This is why I'm doing this lesson because I need you to understand that you are a spirit in a physical body and anything can happen according to the most high. He could do whatever he wants. So this is what's happening here. Faith is what activates it. And I'm gonna tell you this, even if you don't have faith, the most high, it, don't, it, don't, it doesn't matter if you, the individual don't have faith. Because remember, you have to die and you don't have no control whether you came here or when you leave. That's the most high. For all you atheists, and I know, I'm, I'm, I don't know if somebody who's atheist is coming on here, but for all you atheists who think you know everything, you have to die, period, now. And you can't stop it. I don't care what your feeble mind is thinking and whatever else. Do not let the devil think, um, bamboozle you into thinking <laughs> that you just a meat sack that got here. Because you have to die and you will see the most high and all the heavenly realms when you die. And then you go on where you need to go. Where you, where you, yes, where you deserve to go. Anyway, that's what I was saying. So, Yahushua 13, 1 and 7, the bounds of the land not yet conquered. Meaning um, they're going through these nations and they have to fight everybody in those nations to get to Canaan. So that's what they're doing. I already said there was so many nations surrounding um, going into Canaan. And then as close as they got to Canaan, they would have to fight somebody because everybody wanted them dead. And I will say this too. Everybody already knew that, the that they were the most highest children. They already knew and they heard about what the most high has done and can do. They scared. Nevertheless, they still want to fight. It's the same thing that's going to happen in Revelation. Everybody going to know that the Most High is going to do what he do because it's already in the scriptures. And when it happens, people are going to be like, oh, shoot. And then they're going to turn around and still want to fight. Is that foolhardy? Is that not foolhardy? That's what the devil does. That's how he's bamboozling people. I mean, it just doesn't even make sense. But that's what's going to happen. And that's what's happening here. So. Yahushua was old at that time. He was around 100 or so, okay? And he's still fighting. Remember, um, people lived to 900, 800, 700, yes. But since Adam took the fruit of knowledge, every um, generation, time will cut short for that person. So remember, Adam was 900, 
and I'm 30 years old. It wasn't the oldest, Methuselah was, but Adam was 930 years old. And according to the most high in the heavenly realms, he did not even live a day. Because according to the heavenly realms and the earthly realms, a day is like a thousand years and a thousand years a day. My, um, the most high said Adam never lived a day because he wasn't a thousand. Uh-huh. So Yahusha was a hundred or so. He was in his hundreds and still dipping it and doing it. Okay. Because at that time, you know, especially um, being a child of the most high, being walking in faith and being righteous. You look like he was about 30. That day's hundred was like 30 years old, honey. The vibrancy of it all. So he was around 100 or so at that time. And the most high told him, you know, um, you even though you're getting old in chronological years, we still got a lot of work to be done. Okay, so he's talking to um, Yahusha directly. Remember, the most high said he's not going to talk to the children of Israel directly, but he will be speaking to the prophets. So that's what Yahushua was, a prophet and a leader of the children of Israel. So he said, you know, we got a lot of work to uh, do. We still have a lot of work. There were still more nations to be conquered and land to acquire. Now, there was a lot of land. Like I said, today's Israel was not yesterday's Israel. Today's Israel is a fraction of yesterday's Israel. Okay. And if you are in the Ruach, if you are walking in the word, you will understand this because the Ruach will be telling you the truth. He will be suffering, suffering with you, supping, which is the, um, the Bible word, but he will come into your temple, which is you, and have supper with you, discuss with you, teach you the truth, um, teach you how to stand in the Most High's word, teach you not to waver left or right. This is what um, the Ruach does and Yahushua too. Okay, so um, there was still lands to acquire and uh, the lands that were remaining. And I'm, I'm not going to name all the lands because it's uh, a lot, but I will name some of the lands. And I will um, as I continue to move forward. So the lands remaining were the um, the Geisha rights. Um, the five rulers of the Palestine, the Palestine, excuse me, the Philistines, um, the Gazites, the Ashadites, the um, Ashkenadites, the Gittites, G-I-T-T-I-T-E-S, the Echernites, and the Avites, among the many. From the south of the Sidonians, the land of the Gabalites, Lebanon, Baal, Gad, to the entrance of Hermath. These are um, lands and areas that they had to fight. The Most High said that he will drive these nations from out before the children of Israel. So listen to what the Most High is saying. The Most High said, you stand here and watch. This is what usually the children of Israel's um, has done when they go to war and they fighting and they know they have the most high there with the person who is leading the charge is a true um believer is a true 
um, saint. The Most High says, stand right here. Just move to the side. Move to the side and let me show you my might. Because vengeance is mine. That's what he says. There's several places within the scriptures that the Most High say, vengeance is mine. So naturally, somebody who has sense, if somebody says that, vengeance is theirs, you don't have to do anything. So this is what the Most High is saying to Yahshua or Yahusha, same word. I'll just say Yahshua, but I can interchange it because it's still Joshua. Um, he tells Yahshua, stand to the side and, and let me, let me show you something. Okay. Let me show you something. So that's exactly what he said. He said, I'm going to drive these nations out before you, meaning move to the side and watch them scatter because I'm getting them and I want you to see it so that you know it's nobody else but me. Now, at that time, it was more believers than non-believers. Now, you already know the children of Israel is a mess. This is why they in the position that they in. But this is the beginning. We only in Yahusha. This is the beginning. Okay, this is only the sixth book. Okay, right after Moshe passed the baton, it's Yahusha. So during that time, you know that you know that you know that the Most High is taking care of everything. And he's telling the children, yeah, you, you're going to be fighting. Remember, they're the smallest of the nations. He said, yeah, you're going to be fighting, but watch Big Papa. Watch Big Papa. Okay? Watch him. And watch my might. It's all me. So yes, the children of Israel was fighting. And one did chase a thousand and two ten thousand. But the Most High scattered people all over the place and the children of Israel didn't even have to lift a finger. Okay? That's the Most High's might. So that's what the Most High is telling Yahusha. Oh, just watch me. Watch me. Okay? So um, he's saying that you're going to get um, you're going to get various plots of land and they're going to go to various tribes within the children of Israel. So watch me scatter these people and um, you're going to allot the land of Israel as an inheritance. So that's what he's telling Yahshua. Okay, if I scatter these people, you're going to um, divide the lots of the land and that's where various tribes, because remember there's 12 tribes, various tribes are going to get their allotted land. So for an inheritance. Um, just as I commanded you, the Most High said what he said, and that's what he wants Yahusha to do when he scatters all these heathens. And then he also told um, Yahusha to divide the land for an inheritance into nine tribes and a half a tribe of Manasseh. Now, I already told you, three of the tribes was on one side of the Jordan, and all the rest of the tribes was on the other. And the half tribe of Manasseh is from um, Yosef, because he had two sons. So that's why instead of just saying Yosef's um, line, it's the half tribe of Manasseh, which is Yosef's son. What about you? Okay. <clears throat> Yeshua 13, eight. 
through 13, the inheritance of the two tribes and a half. <clears throat> now, the two tribes and a half is Gad, hold on, I'm going Manasseh, Gad, Manasseh got the half tribe, Gad got a tribe, and right now, 13. Hold on. Gad. Well, we're, we're, oh, Reuben. Reuben, Gad, and um, Manasseh. Over the class. Okay. All right. With who, oh, I didn't even look at it. With who the Reuben and the Gadites received their inheritance, which Moshe gave them, because originally Moshe granted them the request to stay on the other side. Beyond the yard and eastward, even as Moshe, the servant of Yahusha, gave them. From Arora, A R O E R, Arrow, arrow, which is upon the back of the river Arnon and the city that is the in the midst of the river and all the plain of Majidiva. Yes, Majidiva, M-E-J-D-E-V-A, until Davon, and all the cities of Sihon, the king of the Amorites, which were in Chesbon, until the border of the children of Ammon, Gilead, and the border of the Gergarites, and Maphenites and the Mount Hermon and all Bashan as far as Selica. It says Selica in the um, Amplified, but it says Calca in the um, Sifa. You see how words change? All of the kingdoms of Bashan, which were in Ash, Ashtaroth and Adarai, who remained of the remnant of the giants. They call them in the um, Sifa the Repian, R E P H, Refium, sorry, R E P H A I M. Those are the remnants of the giants. For Moshe had struck them and cast them out. Nevertheless, the children of Israel did not get rid of the Gergarites or the Mathenites. For Gaster and Makath live among Israel unto this day. Now, what does that mean? These crazy words. It means that the Most High directed them to get rid of 
all of those tribes. Remember, one of the tribes tricked them. And these other tribes, the other two tribes that I just named, one, three, the other three tribes that I just named, they didn't get rid of them. So the Most High said, if since you didn't get rid of them, they're going to be a pain in your butt forever. And that's exactly what's happening. They, they live among Israel to this day. Now, what does that mean? Does it mean that they live among the people who live in Israel today? No. It means they still live in those same lands that they've been living in since then. That's what it means. Because the children of Israel are not there today. Understand that? Know that. It says that in the scriptures. It says it in the scriptures. People not paying attention or they can't comprehend it because their eyes are shut and their ears are shut. So we understand that the Most High um, told um, Yahusha to proceed with the dividing of the lands because I'm getting ready to get all these heathens out of here. They uh, are named, to the best of my ability, these dead names of these um, nations. <laughs> And how um, the Most High said, um, proceed with the, um, the dividing. And some of them, the children didn't even um, get the matter of the land. So now they still there, which they did become a pain in their behinds. Later on, as we move forward in the scripture, you will see how they become a, a pain in the behind for the children of Israel. Okay. All right. Um, Yahusha 13 and 14, the most high in his sacrifices are of the inheritance of Levi. Now, I already told you with all the divisions and the, um, the items that the children of Israel receive, all the blessings, all the gifts that the children of Israel receive, Levi, his, um, his lot or his inheritance is the most high. They are the priests and their inheritance is the most high. So if they have the inheritance of being the most high, you don't need nothing else because everything else is going to be given to you. And that goes along with this scripture here. Seek me first, my kingdom and my righteousness and everything else is going to be added unto you. That's exactly what's happening here. The Levites, is with the most high first. They saw them first. The kingdom and the righteousness is already theirs. They're the ones who uh, pray for the whole children of Israel and everything they need is given to them by the rest of the children. So that is what's happening. So that's um, Yahusha 13 and 14. It says, only unto the children of the, uh, Levi did the most high not give an inheritance of things. The sacrifices of the Most High, Yahuwah Eliyoha of Israel, made by fire, are their inheritance, as he said to them. Okay? The Most High said, I'm your inheritance. I am a consuming fire. I'm your inheritance. I'm that cloud that led y'all over... Um, out from Mizraim, I am that, I'm the inheritance, okay? I'm the one who led you out. I'm the one who, who um, creates everything for you. I'm the one. 
I am your inheritance. When you have an inheritance like that, you don't need nothing else. So um, the children of Levi know this. Now, I will say this. The children of um, Levi, they will not always be faithful. They will not always be um, righteous. They're going to be wicked, especially in the New Testament. <laughs> but this was told to Levi, the father of the Levites. This was told to him from the Most High in the beginning. All of the 12 brothers was told how wretched their progeny is going to be in the later days. Yes, the Most High told them the end from the beginning because the 12 brothers was in the beginning, Genesis. It was beginning and the Most High told them, let me tell you how wretched your kids is going to be. But we didn't get that far yet. I'm just letting you know because you're going to be hearing some um, instances of some people being wretched and they're going to get what they get from the Most High. Just giving you a heads up. Yahusha 13, 15 through 21, the bounds of the inheritance of Reuben. And the Most High, through Moshe, gave the tribes of the children of Reuben an inheritance according to their families. Okay? Um, he gave them an inheritance of one, two, three, four, five lands. Okay? And um, various areas, the lands and their surrounding areas. And I'm not going to name them because they're hard to uh, pronounce. All of the cities of the plain and all of the kingdoms of Sihon, the king of the Ammonites who reigned in Cheshbon, who Moshe smote with the princes of Medea, which is probably Midian, Evi, Rackham, Zer, Her, and Reba. These lands, these lands, I am not going to contend with the name of these lands. I'm going to try to um, do my best, so please forgive me if I am pronouncing it um, not in the way that is correct. <laughs> okay, so um, Yahusha 13, 22, and 23, Balaam is slain. Bilyam, who is the son of Israel, slain and killed the son of Beor, the divinator, soothsayer. Now, we already went through that when we were in Deuteronomy and early in Yahusha. We already went through that, that the children of Israel killed Balaam. And um, it's Balaam and... Balak, he already killed them. So they're telling you that um, they killed them. One was a king and one of them was a, um, a seer, which is a prophet. So they killed both of them, okay, the children of Israel. So um, in this um, verse, it's saying that the king was slain, so they taken over his land. So they took over that land, Balaam's land, and the border of the children of Reuben was given that land, which was um, around the Jordan. Remember, on the other side of Jordan, in the border of that land. This was the inheritance of the children of Reuben after their families, meaning Reuben and his 
uh, his whole nation, his whole subnation within the nation of Israel got those lands, which is um, various cities and villages. And it's a large piece of land, okay? Because it just keeps talking about it. It keeps talking about Beor's land, um, the name of the land, the area of the land. It'll explain that, but you don't need to know that. Just know that that whole land, that whole kingdom was given to them. Um, Yahusha 13, 24 through 28, the bounds of the inheritance of Gad. Moshe also gave an inheritance to the tribe of Gad, according to their families. families. Gad and his whole nation. The inheritance of 11 territories, which I'm not going to read those names. 11 territories they got. And this was the inheritance of um, Gad. Yahusha 13, 29 through 33. And the half a tribe of Manasseh, which is um, Yosef's son. Hold on, I need a water right now. Okay. Which is <clears throat> Yosef's son. Moshe also gives an inheritance to the half tribe of Manasseh. It was the half tribe of the sons of Manasseh, according to their families, it was 10 areas that they got, okay? 10 territories and the surrounding areas. Um, did um, Moshe give as an inheritance to um, Manasseh? However, Levi, and they're saying it again, Levi did not get an inheritance, meaning Levi didn't get no land. The children of Israel all had to pull together and give land to the children of Levi. Understand that. They didn't get any physical things from the Most High because the Most High is their inheritance. And if you have the Most High, you don't need anything else. Okay? If you have the Most High, you don't need anything else because everything's going to be added unto you. So... Um, is saying in this last part of uh, verse 33, the most um, Moshe did not give the children of Levi an inheritance because the most high is Levites inheritance. So the Levites are the priests. The Levites pray to the most high. The most high gives um, the priests what they want and need. That's the inheritance. So that is it for chapter 13. Um, I thank you for being here today. I thank you for um, being patient with me. And I know this is not the longest um, scriptural lesson, but I'm doing better every day and I have to learn to give my voice a rest. So thank you again, and I hope this short lesson edified you. I will continue to upload lessons um, on Wednesdays and on the Sabbath. And don't worry, you are not going to be left starving <laughs> for um, spiritual um, information or inspiration. I will continue to do everything in my power to present to you everything that you need so that you can become 
elevated and um, walk in the spirit. Um, like I said, in the coming Sabbaths, as my voice continues to get stronger, I will make announcements as to what I have the ability to do. Um, we are not going to go no church route. We are going to go the spiritual route. I'm going to give you truth. I'm going to give you background information. I'm going to do everything I need to do to get you where you need to be. But I ask that you do something also. I ask that you meditate on the word. I ask that you walk in the most high's will. You, Whenever you have time, 10 minutes, five minutes, whatever it is, if you yourself can go over what we already did, or even go into the, um, the platform library and pull up the previous lessons, because with those lessons, I already did um, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, and we're now on Yahusha. Go back, listen to them, meditate on the word, because you're going to continue to hear as you continue to listen to what's being said. You can also pull your Bible out and you'll start hearing from the most high by meditating on those scriptures. So this is how we start our walk as children of the most high. And I'm talking to everybody, both flocks, because I believe that whoever's listening is a part of the flock because they want this knowledge. They want this understanding. They want to have something better than what's now, what's happening now. Because I believe everybody is paying attention to what's happening now and what is to come. What is to come is not going to be good. What is to come is not going to be good. If you notice, the water is drying up. Food is becoming more and more scarce. People are still walking around doing whatever they're doing. But trust me when I tell you, when water becomes, when there's no more water, it doesn't come back. Not unless the most high brings it back. This is um, prophecy. This is prophecy. When food gets scarce, there may be a certain amount of time that food is going to get scarce. And then later on, things will get better. But when water is gone, honey, water is gone. And if you turn on the news, if you go on social media, if you do anything to reach out outside of your own uh, four corner neighborhood or wherever it is, you will see that water is drying up. I don't care what kind of better water it is. It's drying up. The most high said this is a part of the prophecy. Not only is this a part of the prophecy, it's a part of the, um, the 10 plagues that the water is going to dry up. Do yourself a solid. Do yourself a solid and start getting in this word. And be 10 steps ahead of everybody else. Do yourself a solid and be 10 steps ahead of everybody else. It only takes one hour of your time in your life, two hours of your time in your life to listen to these scripture, uh, this scriptural platform. And time out of your personal life to meditate on the word. If you want to be saved, you will do the work. You will become disciplined. You will, or you will perish. So after that little spiel, I will say, 
I'm glad that you are um, still listening to these lessons. I hope that this particular lesson edified you. I will see you on Wednesday and Shabbat Shalom. Hi. Trying to contact me regarding a question, comment, or concern? Well, you got two ways of doing so. The first way is you can email me at cliffnoteqna at yahoo.com. I'll say it again. This is one word. Cliffnote, the letter Q, the letter N, the letter A, at yahoo.com. The second way is you can upload a question, concern, or comment on Spotify. The question section appears under the episode's description on Spotify. Send me your question and I'll definitely answer it. Thank you and enjoy the podcast. It's good to hear the word of truth from the Most High. But you know what's better? Hitting that follow button and hitting the small bell next to it to be notified of new content. You can also save a life by sharing this valuable content. Go ahead, save a life today. Thanks.